Hello everyone, welcome back to God Appetite. My name is Ivana and today I will be talking about Macedonian food. Um, just a little introduction, Macedonia is the country that I come from. Um, a lot of people have not heard of it considering it is a very small country with a very small population but honestly I still feel like there are um, still a lot of us around here. Or maybe that is uh, because I am myself from there and my circle of my own culture has always been big and it seems like um, I can never get away from it. Uh, but I totally don't mind it because it is the culture that I grew up with and um, it will always stay with me. Macedonia, just to like give you a little introduction of what it is since a lot of people don't know, um, or if you know, well, good for you. <laughs> but uh, Macedonia is an Eastern European country in the Balkan Peninsula. Um, and it is with Bulgaria to the east, Albania to the west, Serbia and Kosovo to the north, and Greece to the south. Um, I was actually born and raised there up until the age of 10. And then I moved to the States. Um, but besides moving to this day, I still continue to follow my traditions, to speak my language fluently at home, um, listen and dance to the music, eat their food and um, all of those things. But um, I mean, it is not like I have a choice to not eat this food because it is literally the only thing that my mom cooks at home. But I totally don't mind it because I love eating her um, her food. I grew up with the Macedonian cuisine um, ever since I was little. I remember eating, you know, all the soups and the traditional dishes that I will talk about later. Um, so before I start talking about the type of cuisine that Macedonia is known for, um, let's just take a short music break. Just to warn you all, uh, the playlist will be a traditional old, old Macedonian music so just to let you know, you know, before you freak out and before you get confused listening to something you can't understand, um, it will be um, something maybe you haven't heard of before. So just sit tight and uh, get ready to learn right after.
everyone um welcome back um i hope you enjoy that music or at least you try to um i know you probably didn't understand anything but i promise you that if you're in a room with a bunch of macedonians they'll make sure that you enjoy it and that you get to celebrate with them um so let's go back to uh the foods um so some of so i'll mention a lot of um dishes that are popular or at least 
dishes that we that a lot of Macedonians eat, but that doesn't mean that I love all of them or that um, I would choose to eat this like over anything. But um, th besides that, like I still love eating Macedonian food. Um, it is like I said before, part of me. Um, so. And a lot of these foods are also not just Macedonian. A lot of other countries um, surrounding Macedonia eat them. I'll explain that a little bit later as I mention some of these um, uh, popular dishes. So uh, I'll start with moussaka. Um, this is a meat and potato dish. So it is always associated with mom's cooking. So it's almost... Um, it's it's almost on any other list if you look up Macedonian food, uh, moussaka will be on that list. It's pretty popular. So it is like when you crave something hot out of the oven with both meat and veggies, this moussaka is the real thing. I know a lot of Greeks as well eat it um, in other countries. Uh, so what it is, it's basically sliced potatoes with ground beef meat. And it's seasoned with salt, pepper, and sun-dried sun tomatoes, red pepper spice. And it's topped with a fine egg crust. So everyone has a different recipe for it. You know, uh, just the normal, this is the normal recipe that's usually passed on, uh, you know, to traditions. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't play around with it. I know my mom always likes to experiment and maybe, you know, add like, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that on um, just different foods so this is not like the main main recipe but a lot of people just you know go with this um, and it's just delicious it's oven it's oven baked it's an oven baked dish and it's kind of like the Balkan style lasagna but just with potatoes instead um, another dish is called sarma and this is a cabbage rolls with meat and rice so you know when you think of cabbage rolls you don't think that's very appealing but i promise you it's actually very tasty um this is a typical winter dish to warm up so it's the ultimate comfort food and honestly um a lot of people enjoy eating it um they're the rolls are made of fer fermented cabbage leaves and inside there's ground beef and rice all of this is baked in the oven. And then there's also a vegetarian version with just rice. So without the meat and the cabbage rolls. Um, I've also tried that. It's it's pretty good, but obviously, you know, not the same with the meat. Um, but maybe just because, you know, I'm a meat lover, but that's besides story. Um, and there's also a summer version of the sarma, which is made of vine leaves instead. And it's served with dairy sour cream or or um like sheep cow or goat's milk and um it's a perfect starter dish because the rolls are very small um but they fill you up but honestly just eating sarma alone if you have like a bunch of rolls on your plate you can get filled up pretty quickly um but most of the time we eat sarma with um other dishes along um next to it so, like I said, you know, cabbage rolls may not really sound like everyone's cup of tea, but you would be surprised of how good it tastes if, you, if you're willing to try it. So that, that's just me. You know, I always like to try different foods, even if they look funny or if they smell funny. I, I would still try them because you never know how they taste until you actually try it. Um, another uh, dish is tafce grafce, and this is basically pot baked beans so when i think of tafce grafce is legit my childhood because anywhere you go in any Macedonian household you go to uh you will be given tafce grafce or you know if you're going there for like a dinner they'll make sure to have that on the table it's very traditional um and it, it's during like during the child my childhood it, it wasn't like my favorite dish but i had to eat it like if you're there like you kind of forced to because everyone has it um so what it is it's like a thick and chunky bean stew um the beans are seasoned with dry with red dry pepper um with big chunks of onions and oil or what we call that is zaprashka, which is like fried onion and pepper. For um, it gives it, uh, it gives it a nice color and a nice smell or a nice scent. Um, and 
this is then baked in a skillet or a pan. We have this special pan uh, that we cook it with. And you could probably only find that in Macedonia. or I'm not sure. Maybe the other surrounding countries, most likely. Like Turkey, I know they have it for a fact there too. But um, like I know, I remember when I came to Macedonia, I mean, when I came from Macedonia to the States, um, my mom didn't have that special pot to cook to cook it in. So the next time that we flew there and when we came back, my mom made sure to bring a pot like that to the States because apparently, you know, Dafce Grafce didn't taste the same without the pot. I, I just, I don't really get it, but that's just, uh, you know, her thinking. Um, and um, there's a version of this with ribs as well um, or sausages too. But, um, um, and oh, and it's also served with bread. A lot of our foods, honestly, we eat a lot of um, carbs, a lot of bread as well. So it just, for us, it just doesn't taste the same without bread on the side. <laughs> um, it could be bad, but you know, and yeah, it could be bad if you're on a diet, uh, to be honest with you. But um of course, some people also eat tafce grafce with cheese. And that's another thing with feta cheese, by the way, not like American cheese. Um, that's another thing about Macedonians. We eat a lot of feta cheese um, with like anything with it. Will be, it's crazy, but it's like it adds a great taste to any dish that we make. Um, it's like a side thing, like feta cheese on the side, feta cheese on, fr on French fries, like on anything, literally. Um, another thing that uh, we eat is called Ivar, which is a red paprika spread. So Ivar is something very legendary and it's very special. Every person that has tried Ivar is so stunned and speechless, speechless of how good it is. Um, so it has a very red, red color to it. We can, you can also make it with green peppers, but it's mostly known for its like red um color so it's usually red but um it, it might not look very appealing when you see it like it's just red it's like a red spread so you're like um okay what's so special about this but once you taste it like let me tell you it it is amazing um so it is a spread but it could also be used as like a dip um to like on the side with any different foods so it's, it's, like I said, made of red paprika, which is roasted and then mashed into puree. Then the red puree is slowly cooked or fried with oil and salt for several hours. So I remember growing up as a little kid, um, they, they sell Ivar also in like markets, but it's way better if you, if you make it at home. It's way, way better. It just tastes the same, especially when it's like, just made right you know like that grandma's recipe that has been perfected over the years like then it's it hits the spot <laughs> so um i remember growing up as a little kid uh we would go like i used i grew up in the city but um in macedonia we also have like villages that are more like away from the city and it's it's like less modernized i would say you know they're like they're they're a village so um we would go there we had like a, a house in the village and um we would go there like my whole family like my grandparents cousins aunt, uncle and uh we would all help out uh with ivar <laughs> so you know there would be someone like stirring the pot and there'll be like another person making the puree and adding salt and adding this and that it's, it was like a tradition every year we would go and make fresh ivar and when we would make ivar you make a lot of it like you make a bunch of jars that you just fill it up in and then um and then you keep those jars so that you have it throughout like the whole year and um we would make so much that sometimes we would give it away to other people like we would give it away to other family members that you know maybe didn't happen to uh, make their own ivar for the year so it's it's served throughout the whole year um and it's just but it, the jars go away so quickly because it just tastes amazing and we we can add it to anything so 
um yeah so it's with ivara you stir the pot with um like a huge wooden spoon and you have to serve it for so long like the more you serve it the better it tastes for some reason uh, the more you stir it so it, it's just like and it takes a while to make it too because the pot is not like your regular little pot that you see like in the oven or on the you know it's it's in your kitchen it's a big pot that doesn't probably doesn't even fit in your oven like it's huge i can't even like it's such an experience every year it was such an experience to go and help out to make the iva um and honestly i miss that part of my childhood because here i don't really make that we just buy it but uh, every time i go back to um macedonia i mean honestly you can make it here too but we just we just don't for some reason because they sell it in um you know in our, like in our near's like grocery shop and market so but i i missed that part of my childhood you know just going and it was kind of like a family hangout thing but also you make this amazing food <laughs> that you could eat later so um this one is uh ivory is it's served with bread of course like i said we eat a lot of bread um and also with uh salty cheese like the feta white cheese um, you can eat it on bread or on the side for dipping with other dishes. Um, like I know I have a friend who's Ecuadorian and whenever she came to my house, she would always be willing to try different foods. She was always, she's, you know, she's like that. Um, so one time I gave her Ivar, I was like, hmm, like, let's see, she's going to like it. I, I love introducing people to my own culture. I think it's so interesting to see, you know, th their thoughts about it. So I was like, oh, like um let me give her ivor like maybe she'll like it you know so one time i gave her ivor on a bread so she ended up loving it actually and um she she liked it so much like she was surprised you know like i said before like it was just like a red spread she was like oh like this this tastes good i was like uh try it like try it girl and she tried it and it it was amazing <laughs> yes so next time i went to her house she pulled out the uh ivor jar from her fridge and told me that she bought it for herself i was like oh my god like that's so cool and she even introduced it to everyone else in her household i thought it was so funny and um so interesting too at the same time um you know i love it because you know she's not she's not macedonian but loves to um try my food and especially the fact that she liked it and the fact that she actually introduced her family members to it i found that so interesting and i loved it um so i would i would uh love to introduce my other friends who are not masculine to not just ivor but different foods in general as well um another dish is pastramalia uh pastramalia is like a pie that is not it's not really thick or thin it's basically like a nice homemade dough that is sort of like oval shaped and it looks like a plate made of dough. And it's honestly very big and very filling. Like, I can't finish one just by myself. Um, I need, like, maybe, like, half of it. Like, half of it is enough for me. And I, that's it. Like, it's that filling. So inside, the, in the center, um, there are small chunks and pieces of diced meat. Uh, usually pork meat, which is, like, often smoked and salty. And then it's topped with some pork fat. Yeah, we use pork fat for some amazing uh, scent. And um, the fat like then melts over the meat and dough as I bake, and it makes them incredibly tender and soft. It might sound disgusting, but it's honestly very tasty. Um, and there's often there's like an egg too, sunny side up. And um, most people eat pastramalia with feferonki, and those are small green fermented hot peppers. Um, I've realized like after talking about so much food and like thinking about what foods I'm going to talk about for this talk show, I realized that we eat a lot of veggies, especially a lot of peppers and feta, feta cheese. Look, it's not vegetables, but, uh, like we eat a lot of peppers. We try to, um, involve that in like basically almost all of our recipes that we eat, like dinner and lunch and all that. Um, Another food is turlitava, um, or called turlitava. You know, I just uh, said that slow so you can catch that. But um, we usually would just say turlitava. 
and it's mixed veggies and meat in a pan. So it's very uh, versatile. It's tasty, refreshing. It's filling, comforting. It's like a whole garden of organic veggies and it's combined in one pot. So the thing about Macedonian veggies is that honestly, I th- every time I go back there, I, s- I can taste the difference in the vegetables. Over there, they're just so much more organic and just natural. I, I, they're just so much, so much rich in like flavor. Uh, when I try the veggies here, they don't taste the same. And um, every time I go there and, you know, like the first day I come and I tell, like usually my family has like dinner ready for me, like waiting, you know, to come for like a, from a long flight. And um, they, and I tell them like, make sure you have, fresh veggies on the table waiting for me because i'm going to dig in those veggies it's it's that serious <laughs> so anyways so it's like it's a whole garden of organic veggies and um there's like slices of chunks of peppers potatoes tomatoes eggplant uh onions garlic carrots it's like and and if if meat is combined which it can be um we also have like a meat version of it we could add like beef to it or pork meat pieces and it can be eat it can be eaten without or with bread um because it's like this dish is like full-blown 100 percent nutritious so um and very very delicious um so i would suggest you know eating it without bread if you're on a diet so that's another thing um another dish is polneti piperki Uh, Growing up, this was one of my favorite, and it was, like, on the top of the list. Whenever my mom uh, told me, you know, we have polneti piperki today, I I was, like, ready on the table. Um, I would run to the table. (laughs) So what these are, um, there are stuffed bell peppers. So they are similar to the sarma, but not really. They don't taste entirely the same. I like polnete piperki more. Um, so it's kind of, it's another meal that's so good. You just can't have one serving. Like you need to keep eating and eating and eating and eating. Uh, and you get the point. <laughs> so for this, uh, we use green or red bell peppers. And the top is usually removed. Like the top of the pepper is removed. You make like a hole in it. And then you stuff it with rice and ground meat. And um, um, and then we, we cover the top of the bell pepper, like the hole that you made to stuff it with the rice and the ground meat. You, um, you slice up a potato and um, you cover that to, the, like, to cover the, the hole. And, um, and then you, you know, bake it in the oven for uh, some time until you know the pepper is nicely um you know it's not like it's still it doesn't have that crunchy taste to it so that way it's fully fully cooked and it's so yummy like you have no idea especially when it's just out of the oven and it's fresh oh my god i just i just go in it i don't even wait for it to um to uh cool down i don't i don't wait um, another thing that we eat is zelnik or pita. Um, you know, you could call it both ways. I call it zelnik because that's just how my family members, you know, taught me. But what it is, it's a stuffed pastry or pie. And everyone drools already. Like, I, I'm guessing if they even just think about this. Those who haven't tried this, you guys are missing out on a lot. It's it's a perfect pie dish that's uh, made of phyllo dough that is like semi-crispy after baking. And it's stuffed with uh, chopped cabbage or meat, white cheese, like the feta cheese, um, chopped leeks of spinach with a scrambled egg, the scrambled egg to make a nice firm mixture with uh, between like the dough layers. It pairs perfectly with a glass of yogurt, what we call. And it's like a, it's a big a bowl or like a cup of sour cream or some extra chunks of cheese. Um, it's just amazing. 
you they 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 have it in little markets too when you know they sell like those frozen ones especially like here in um the states uh you know like the the the, the little markets that have different types of um foods from different countries so they have um they have it here and they sell them they're like frozen they're like f big frozen pies and um you you know you buy it and then you go home you uh warm it up in the microwave and then no actually no you don't warm it up in the microwave what i'm talking about you actually have to warm it up in the oven uh for a, like a time for a long time until it cooks or bakes whatever and then um you eat it right after it's done but honestly when it's homemade it's so much better that it tastes the best like when it's warm and freshly made um i remember like one time my mom didn't because when my whenever my mom or you know my grandma they whenever they make it um they freeze it up like if there's like leftovers they you know they we freeze it up and then we have leftovers to finish like later on um <clears throat> but this time like i remember one day my mom we we like ran out of the leftovers so and i really like wanted to to um eat some zelnik and um my mom said oh like we have some like you know like the frozen pies that we buy from the market like try that i made it and it just wasn't the same it i don't know if it was because i made it but honestly no because there was a time my mom made it too and it just it did not taste the same um so another thing is burek which is very similar to what i just said it's like a delicious savory puff pastry that uh that will like fulfill your love and hate relationship with carbs because so, and some typical fillings for burek include feta cheese spinach um uh, meat potatoes but yeah the like you get the point the more carbs the better it tastes so another one is moussaka which is similar to the stuffed peppers um but not not really at the same time so moussaka is delicious it's uh like it's a potato based dish it's very popular it's, it's served in macedonia and as well as other eastern european countries i've noticed um it's it's a layered dish it consists of sliced potatoes and in between each tender and tender layers it lays a bed full of eggplant onion and ground meat and um a some assortment of wedgie veggies so the top layer is usually finished with like a beautiful egg yolk glaze it gives it a wonderful golden color and crispy texture um it tastes amazing i definitely recommend you try it another thing is kebabi uh so this one is for all of you guys who love meat you know meat lovers out there including me raise your hands uh but kebabi are similar to what we all know and love as sausages they're grilled meat composed into the shape of like a sausage um and they have onions or vegeta which is very popular mixture of the macedonian herbs and paprika and that's what gives this dish like a very savory flavor um they're usually served with freshly baked flatbreads and um kaimak which is similar to our sour cream but it's like maybe even tastier than that so it is great 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 um mekitsi is another food it's basically fried dough um mekitsi are very popular in macedonia and in your in eastern europe um they're fried kneaded dough that can be served as like savory dish or sweet um the secret to its chewy and irresistible texture is the yogurt so you can eat it with ivar as well um the, like the paprika spread that i mentioned before and with feta cheese or just with feta cheese and ketchup it might sound really weird but uh, i i like eating with ketchup i think it just tastes amazing and and eh, like on feta cheese on the side like i said feta cheese with everything um we also eat a lot of soups um vegetable soups so soup is before like the main dish is pretty traditional in macedonia or anywhere you eat um you know before you start with the main dish you have a side like a bowl of soup um and then you continue with the dish or or like a salad as well too we eat like a lot of uh, salad be uh before the main dish or you can eat it like together um but we can eat soup just alone just soup alone for lunch or dinner 
and how because we add a lot of things to the soup it's not like your regular soup we could add uh potato uh beans cabbage green beans anything like that like we we add everything to the soup um another thing that we have is called makalo and a lot of people may not like that but is basically garlic sauce but it has peppers dipped in it so it gives it an even better taste and for all of those those of you who like garlic like me like this is the real thing you're really gonna like this um and and not only that it's garlic you know garlic is healthy for you it'll defend your body against cold and flu so there you go you're getting uh, a, a healthy healthy sauce over here and an amazing tasty sauce so at the same time you know and uh, it's a win-win for me but um so makala goes well with barbecue and with everything else the only drawback is that you'll eat a lot of bread um it gives you a lot of appetite but um dude like this is the real deal my grandpa does the best makalo ever like i have even tried restaurant versions and they can never beat my grandpa's recipe for it i don't know how he makes it but they're just something i guess he perfected it over the years and is amazing um on to desserts so actually there are a lot of other foods that i probably didn't even mention but those are just the top ones that i could think of and the top ones that a lot of people would know if you like ask them um well a lot of macedonian people that would know um so on to desserts tulumbi tulumbi are it's a very popular dessert it's uh found in the cuisines of the former ottoman empire it's like a fried pastry soaked in syrup Another one, it's um, sutliach. Sutliach is a rice pudding. It originates in Turkey, actually. So it's, um, it's a Turkish widely known dessert recipe. But today it is prepared in every other country in the Balkan, including Macedonia. So it's a, very, it's, like a, it's a family dessert and it's easy to prepare and it comes in large quantities. Another one is baklava baklava is another pastry that is typical of the kunzis again of the former ottoman empire uh but today it is again very popular in macedonia and um it is it's a rich sweet pastry that you have to try like it's a pastry made of layer layers that's covered with sherbet or syrup which um seduces with its taste <laughs> another one is ekleri um so what this is i remember like as, as a little kid my mom always used to make ekleri and i would help out in the kitchen just be there um not just to help out but mostly you know to eat it as well <laughs> but um it's very it's a very popular dessert and you can buy this pastry like almost everywhere and um what it is it's made from a baked dough and vanilla filling with chocolate spill on top Wow, I haven't had it actually in a while. And now talking about it, I really want one. Um, another thing that we eat a lot is crepes. So we eat crepes like filled with strawberries, banana, Nutella, nuts, crackers, like anything that can be added to crepes. And we call these palachinki. It's like our little take on the French crepe. Um, another dessert is bombici. What this literally translates to is miniature bombs. So they're delicious truffles that consist of almond fig and cocoa powder mixture. And they're covered in this rich chocolate ganache and rolled in coconut flakes. They are usually homemade, even though you can buy them in some markets or like some shops but in Macedonia. But they're usually homemade. Overall, we make a lot of homemade recipes that have been passed on by traditions, by grandparents, great-grandparents, parents even friends like i remember growing up uh my mom would have like a book of recipes like handwritten recipes that she used to watch like when she used to watch food shows on tv all the time and um as they were like saying the ingredients and how to prepare the food she would like listen and literally jot down every details in every detail in her notebook like that notebook is so thick and she, she it wasn't even it wasn't just one she had like three of those 
and um like it was so thick it was like a whole journal and um i remember like as a little kid i would always ask like oh like what are these notebooks and like i knew not to touch those notebooks they were like a sacred books that you cannot write anything in because you know as you know like when you're a little kid you don't know what anything is you know you're gonna you know scratch it or write something on it no like i knew as growing up not to touch those books it was that serious <laughs> so then next thing you know the next day like she would the food that she just had the recipe written on um it would be sitting on our table like you know she's always like my mom has always been a good cook and she she loves what she does and um honestly i love it too um so a lot of these foods that i mentioned aren't only macedonian because like macedonia used to be one big country you got called yugoslavia with um some other balkan countries her surrounding however they all broke apart and split into their own countries in the early 1990s i believe 1991 or two um don't quote me on that but i think it's around that time so um a lot of other countries like serbia montenegro croatia bosnia herzegovina uh, slovenia and macedonia they were all uh, a part of yugoslavia and then they ended up breaking breaking and splitting but we're um we have a lot of similarities in the foods we eat and especially in the language as well um it's it's not the same completely but um a lot of times we can understand uh a lot of their words and they can understand ours um also macedonia was a part of the ottoman empire for over 500 years so that is a part of the reason why our food and even some terms in our language that we use to this day have influenced um our ways like our lifestyle or uh just in general some some of our culture so um with everything mentioned are you hungry yet because i know i am which <laughs> leads me to the conclusion and uh say that if you ever 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 have a chance to try macedonian food especially the good homemade grandma cooked food don't you dare miss that chance go for it and think of all of these tips that i mentioned today uh with that being said thank you all for listening to the day to today's episode of got appetite and stay tuned for next monday at 4 p.m
Yeah. 